Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Transparency Diary. Y'all already know this is JB Price, your lovely host. I am more than happy to be back with you all. It has been a lot, a lot, a lot going on in this world, as you guys know. Um, The coronavirus is sweeping the nation. And it is just continuing to alter our everyday lives right now, like right before our eyes. Um, So I just wanted to come on here and update everybody and, you know, keep the flow going. Currently in my life, I am out of work of all three of my jobs since I am employed through the school districts. And um, all the Georgia schools here are closed, well, most of them, until further notice. Um, So my kids are home. My husband, thankfully, is working from home. And the virus count here where I live is at zero. And that by itself, that's a major blessing. Like, it's a major blessing. I still don't go outside, but (laughs) it's a major blessing to know that my community is still somewhat safe. Um, But I can't even lie to y'all. I did not think things would escalate to where they are today. It happened, like, overnight, it seems like. It was, like, over in China, and then next thing I know, it's here in Georgia. We started with two cases. Now we're, I think, about 600 cases here in Georgia and many more cases across the United States, period. Um, But, yeah, that escalated pretty fast. But I can say there has been some good coming from this life-changing event, and I know some people are like, what's the good that comes out of it? But let's think outside a broad spectrum here. Um, So in the beginning of all of this, I realized I took a lot of things for granted in my life, like in my everyday life at that, Um, the value of time, the value of family, the value of just enjoying the simple things in life, like game night, watching a movie with family. Um, We did game night, my kids and my husband and I, a couple days ago, and it was just so enjoyable. It was like, oh my God, like why haven't we done this all along? And we do family things together, but it's typically like outside of our house. We go do activities like skating, bowling, movies, out to eat. We do recreational things outside of our home. So just being able to spend time together inside the house as a family, I think I really did take that for granted. You know, the value of just enjoying the simple things in life. Um, And I didn't realize how fast I was moving in my everyday life until this event occurred. And now I'm just able to take the extra time and sit still and become more grateful for those small things and appreciate, you know, what I actually do have. Because in my everyday life, I'm always ripping and running. Granted, I'm home with my kids when they get out of school. You know, I drop my kids off. They get um, home when I get out of work. So in my mind, I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but I do so much in a day. Like I cook, I clean, I go to work. Um, I'm doing my own homework. I have my own business things. I got to get my kids ready for school the next morning. So in my everyday life, I'm super, super busy. Lord, if I have to go to a grocery store during this time frame, my days are super long. And I also travel to my job. Sometimes I have to drive like an hour plus out and then an hour plus back home in traffic in Atlanta. So my life is just super, is on a regular day, it's like super hectic. So just being able to sit still and take a look around at what I really do have and just the blessings that I have in my life. Um, 
And I hope you guys are doing the same. And I think that is exactly what God wanted us to get out of all of this. Well, one of the things that God wanted to get us to understand out of all of this. He wanted us to sit still for a second so we can relax and reevaluate in our lives what matters to us. What, you know, outside of what we do at our jobs, outside of, you know, working and paying bills, what matters to us? And I think in this time of quote unquote quarantine, this is something that God wants us to to see the smaller things and be grateful for what we have that we might not notice that we have because we're so consumed with everyday life. Um, so for me, what I value most uh, is my relationship with God first and foremost. I have been praying a lot. I've been in my word a lot. I've been seeking understanding from God throughout all of this. I've been praying for people. Um, and then uh, my relationship with the people I love the most is important. I've also managed to extend an olive branch to people from my past and bury hatchets in this time of crisis, which is very, I'm not going to say surprising because a lot of the time God will tell me to do something and I'll be like, um, you sure God? But I can't even lie. Every time I'm obedient to when he tells me that somebody, I need to reach out to somebody or somebody's on my heart or they reach out. And I have this gift I call summonsing. I say I summons people a lot. Somebody will be in my spirit and then they'll either reach out to me or I'll give in and reach out to them. And they'll be like, girl, I was thinking about you or, you know, something of the sort. I, I'm just, I have a certain connection with certain individuals and certain people or people in general. Um, that's another one of my gifts is weird. I know it's super weird. I say I have a lot of weird gifts on this podcast, but yes, that's also a gift of mine. So, right, you know, before this crisis, I had, um, you know, a few people were on my spirit to reach out to, and I have, I actually acted on that and I've reached out to some people and buried some hatchets and, you know, extended some olive branches and it has turned out so, so good. Like it has turned out so so blessed such a blessed situation um but one of the things I keep saying is how short life is throughout all of this I also had someone I know die unexpectedly back in my hometown and the fact that she died in such a bizarre way and she also had a son who's three years old that she left behind that is just mind-blowing to me and she passed right before things with the virus started getting really really bad and she was on my spirit to reach out to and I didn't reach her in time. So it's like heartbreaking because she passed away and she left her baby behind. And I feel bad about the fact that I wanted to reach out to her and I didn't. Like she was on my mind. She was on my heart to reach out to. And I didn't reach out to her. And now she's gone. So it's like the reminder that life is too short. We're playing around with this virus right now. And some some people are not taking it serious. Some people are still booking vacations. And it's not a game. Um, I have someone else who is stuck out the country. They booked the flight. They went to Honduras for a vacation. Now Honduras airport is closed. They can't come back. You know what I'm saying? Granted, Honduras, I don't know if there's like a, a lot of cases there. But for precautionary measures, they're not letting anybody in or out. So she booked the vacation and she's stuck on vacation. 
you know, she she's running out of money. She needs to get to her kids. She needs to get to her 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 job, whatever. You know, just to just to be stuck outside the country. We're taking this as a light back, but it's not. You know what I'm saying? And life is too short. Life is too short. People are dying. And I just realized how short life really is throughout this whole situation. And I've, I keep saying that. I keep saying that life is so short. Um, But for me, I can't leave this earth with a grudge. I can't. So I took the opportunity to bury hatches and extend the olive branches. And I know God is really super pleased about it. And I'm pleased about it as well. My heart, my heart is just so full at this point in time when it comes to just the parts of me that God keeps revealing to myself. My, the fact that I do have a forgiving heart, the fact that throughout everything and, you know, my flaws, God still allows me to see the beauty in myself and allows others to see the beauty in me and, and vice versa allows me to see the beauty in others as well. So it's just a beautiful thing. But, uh, Yes, another thing I recognize is how underprepared our generation is. Like, that one is super major. There's people with no health insurance, no life insurance, working dead in jobs, and now struggling to pay bills because before all of this, people were cool with working minimum wage. People were cool with depending on the government or waiting for taxes to come in so they can pay their bills or you know, not having a job and depending on family members. And now the family members that they depended on their jobs are not paying, then they can't go to work. So now they're struggling with their bills. And it's, it's, it should be eye opening to some people to realize, like, don't stop at the bottom. Keep going, keep going. We need to have a level of security in everything that we do, especially with our lives. If some people died today from the coronavirus or even like uh, 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 in their sleep some people wouldn't even have enough money to even cover burial costs which will then become a burden to the family that they leave behind these same people and some of these same very very same people they are traveling and not taking precautions they done they done took their tax money and went and booked the flight somewhere they went to miami they was on the beach but they don't have any health insurance they don't have any life insurance. They don't have nothing to leave behind for their family if something did happen to them. And that that should be a wake-up call in this state, in this state of, of emergency. Um, I realize I come from a generation of living in the moment, which might I add is another reason why AIDS is so high. People know the risks and yet still take them. And that's just how our generation has been. We take risks. We know that it's a possibility that we can catch the coronavirus, but we still going to book this trip and go over here and, and enjoy ourselves the best time of our lives. But we might come back sick as heck, get our kids and our, our family, immediate family sick as heck, but we had a good time. Or even, even with the AIDS epidemic, our generation is the most heavily affected population of the AIDS and HIV virus. And yet we know these statistics, we know these numbers, we might even know people who have the virus, yet we, we, our generation is still going out having unprotected sex, risking the fact of, of, be, of my, maybe catching AIDS, catching HIV, and having to live with that and then die from it. 
People who have HIV and AIDS, they die from it. Yet we take the risk and we still do. We don't take nothing serious. It's sad. Like our generation. I say we because I'm a part of the collective generation. This is, we are, we are in the same boat. You know, I might make better choices than my peers. However, this is still my generation that I come from. So, you know, we take these risks and it, it's, it's unnecessary and it's dangerous. Poor planning for the future. Emphasis on poor. A lot of, a lot, a lot, majority of our generation will leave this earth just as poor as we came in because simply we did not plan for the future. Leaving a legacy of poor. That is a generational curse. You know, they left us with nothing, but it's a choice for us to leave our kids with nothing, our grandkids with nothing, our great grandkids with nothing. So I hope this quarantine has allowed some people to think about making certain changes in life to secure a bag and secure your future. If you have kids, you need life insurance. If you are working a dead-end job, make a plan to become financially stable and in a better position in the future. No, it might not happen overnight. No, it might not be handed to you. But when you want better and you pursue better, you get better. But you have, we have to want it. We have to want to put ourselves in better situations. You know, if you're working a dead-end job, make a plan to become financially stable and in a better position. Use this time to brainstorm. Be the change. Be the change for your family. And that's really what I came on here to tell y'all. We have to start thinking beyond the now. The world is changing every day. And in case something happens, we have to be prepared. We have to get prepared. Not for ourselves, but for the people and the legacy we're leaving behind. Our children. We have to wise up and get ahead of the game and make choices that are going to put our families ahead. Our whole families. Not just us. Not just our immediate family. But when I die, I want my kids to be well off. I want to die peacefully knowing that my children... They got some money coming to them for me dying. They can pay off whatever bills and debt that I have. I'm currently debt free, but who knows? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would like my kids to be left comfortable. Not with my luggage, not with my burden, not, not something where they have to figure out, oh my God, I got to take money from my living expenses and, and, or my bills to bury my mother. You know what I'm saying? Things happen. And we have to be prepared. And right now we have the extra time to start the blueprint to doing that. Tax season is here. Everybody likes to ball out. Everybody likes to to take their taxes and go ham on them. But instead of splurging your taxes, think wisely about them. Use your taxes to get you in a better position. Take, Take your taxes, take half of it and invest it into a business. You know, take one third of that. Take one one third of what's left and fix your credit. Pay pay for the $1,500 class for that skill that you've been looking at, saying it's too expensive. Take some of your tax money and, and purchase purchase that training class for, for the trade that's going to make you more money, that's going to have you getting residual income because that's the goal, residual income. You know what I'm saying? Use your taxes. Yeah, the shoes is cute. The bag is nice. But make your tax money work for you. You want to really flip something? 
Take your large lump sum of money. It could be something as low as $1,500. Take take your money and make it work for you. Invest in a business. And invest in a class. It's going to get you a skill to make you more money. You know, I, I had the my financial advisor, when I first sat down with her, she's like, okay, tell me what your goal plans are. I'm like, I want a new car. I want a house. I want this. She was like, well, what's your income? I had one job at the time. And she's like, okay, so let me tell you something. You need to have another income. You need to have multiple streams of income and you need to have an income to where that's going to pay for your car. So your job is not something that you have to work. Now you're not working a nine to five to pay for a liability, which is your car. Get a, do a nine to five, have your nine to five pay for your business and have your business pay for your car and everything else is in your pocket. So be wise about this. Think about a lot of the planning um, that can take place in this time. It's, it's Let it be a thinking time, you know? Find out steps you need to work on to even buy a house. You want to buy a house? That's a tangible goal. You know, figure, talk to a realtor. Get your credit score. Pay your debt off. You know, set the deadline and take the steps to ex- execute the plan. Stop playing small. Stop playing with it. You know, we can keep sitting back looking at the one or two people from our generation that is excelling. And we sitting around like, oh my God, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. No, we need to figure out how do we become a part of the winning team? Because everything attached to us wins when we win. Spouse, kids, grandkids, great grandkids, parents, everything attached to us wins when we win. So yeah, we got to use this time to think outside the box and go harder because it is time. It is time. You know, let this be moments of clarity for us when it comes to how we move forward in the future. Um, But moving along, because I can talk about that all day, on top of revamping our lives, let's talk about being productive in a smaller way with our time. Um, With all this extra time, oh my gosh, I I got bored in a few, in a couple of days. I couldn't do it. Um, You know, but we, we... need to be using it wisely um this is time to write a book there are some authors there are some people who've been saying they want to write a book you have a story to tell a testimony start writing your book even if it's in a little piece of notebook paper write your book map out your business plan if somebody who has an idea in your mind and you're like oh my god i always wanted to to, to have a business i always wanted to sell newspapers or have my own i don't know hat store Map out your business plan. You know, clean the clutter out of your closets. Start exercising. My husband was exercising this morning right in the living room. I couldn't believe it. He's very proactive. And I felt some sort of way about myself. I'm like, geez. I said I wasn't going to the gym because it's closed. This man done pulled up a whole bunch of exercises. Him and my son put them on the TV. They was in here getting busy like they was in a real gym. You know, just being proactive. Learn a new language. I think that's very important. That's something that we take for granted as well. What happens if, you know, we do merge into um, martial law and, you know, all of this stuff and we end up merging with other countries? You, you never know. You might need to know Spanish. You might need to know Portuguese. You might need to know, you know, Chinese, Russian, German. Pick a language and start small. Start learning it, you know? Um... That's something I'm also doing. 
I understand Spanish, but I don't speak Spanish fluently. I can speak Spanish enough to know what I'm, what I need to tell you. But as far as fluent, that's something that I'm working on. You know, that's a part of my native, native heritage. So I need to know Spanish and that's, that's what I'm doing fluently. Take that time to pick a language and learn it. Maybe it can be your own native, your own native language. Who, who knows? But, you know, reading books is so many books. Knowledge is power. You know, and this time we are scrolling so much through Instagram, social media, and we're trying to pay attention to what everybody else is doing. Pick up a book, feed your brain, understand, you know, different perspectives of how the, how the world works. Learn about, you know, how to better yourself in a certain aspect. I picked up a parenting book a couple of years ago. I wanted to, I wanted tips on how to be a better parent. I picked up a book. Right now I'm, you know, trying to get the understanding of how the brain works with focusing. I have a book about focus, being focused. Pick up a book that interests you and is something that you want to learn about and read it. You know? Um, redecorating, meal planning, praying, definitely add, add some extra time in there for prayer and fo- fold and laundry. Yeah. Moment of silence for the, for the folding laundry, <laughs> because, um, I, I don't mind doing the laundry, but I am such a procrastinator with laundry. Yes. I said folding laundry. Oh my gosh. But getting ahead, let's use this time to get ahead. I was so bored in the beginning. I was like, God, what am I to do in this time? And God said, oh, okay, you bored? Let me show you what you could do right now in this spare time. And I will have you guys know I have organized some things. Not all not all things, but I have organized some of my things, some of my closets. I was looking to try to hire somebody not too long ago. I had put an ad out. And I was on Instagram, like, shoot me information for a cleaning lady. Yeah, I'm in here trying to get my own life together. And I'm, I'm almost finished with my fourth book of this year. Number four, we are three months in. I told myself I was going to at least read one book a month. And that's, it's, it's amazing. Like, read more books. That's definitely a good one. Um... I've mapped out the next moves for my business plan and I have folded the laundry guys. I have folded the laundry and I encourage you guys to do the same, (laughs) Um, but discipline and consistency. We definitely talked about that in episode one of the growth series. If you have not heard it, go back and click it. It'll bless your life because we have to stay disciplined and consistent throughout all of this. Um, Sometimes sitting still it's really all that it takes to recognize the areas of your life that you've neglected or become distracted from. Allowing yourself to reevaluate your life and who and what matters to you is essential right now in this time. So use this, use this time to reflect on that. Last week, for example, um, my husband did date night right in the house. Um, he set up a sip and paint in our dining room. He had music going you know, candle and we have wine and we sat and he pulled up a YouTube tutorial on 
uh, an instructor and we sat there with the supplies and we painted in our house. It was lovely. If you are in a relationship, do date night in your house. Make sure your kids go to sleep if you have kids. But do date night right right in your house. Spend time with your family. You know, just being able to know that even in a crisis that I have family and somebody to spend my time with is a blessing. You know, my daughter wakes up in the morning and she sings gospel songs about Jesus. It's so beautiful. That's how I wake up some mornings, the last couple of mornings. She'll go in the bathroom. She'll go to the bathroom, wash her hands. She'll brush her teeth. And she'll be in there humming and singing Jesus songs. Like, it's beautiful. Just having my, being able to cook for my son in the morning breakfast, um, that makes him so happy. My son is a huge foodie like me. So if you have family that you live with, get up, cook them breakfast, you know, surprise them, make them feel good. Simple things. And when this is all over, let's not forget these simple things because we get so caught up in everything in everyday life and we forget to slow down and literally take in the blessings that we have, the small blessings, you know, so when this is over, don't forget those small things. Don't forget how much God has blessed you with and don't allow your big goals and your job and your, and your busy schedule to distract you from what you really have. This is a time of reflection and blessing and elevation and productivity. And, you know, God wanted us to, he wanted our attention in some area in our, in our life. And this is the time, you know, but yeah, that's really what I came on here to tell y'all. Let's make the best of this quarantine. We are alive. We are blessed and things can be much, much worse. So don't forget to count your blessings while you still can. There's people in other countries right now. They are suffering. Keep those countries in your prayers. And um, yes, that's what I wanted to share with you guys. Of course, before I go, we will do our affirmation. And it goes a little something like this. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all know I'm so silly sometimes. Um, but here's our affirmation for this next two weeks. Repeat after me. I affirm. I am healthy. I am breathing. And God has a purpose for my life. I am loved. I am blessed and I will break every generational curse that has taken over my family. I am a difference maker. I am chosen. I am enough. I affirm. And that is what I have for y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can find me at dental.bay on Instagram. That is D-E-N-T-A-L dot B-A-E-E with two E's on Instagram. Or you can follow our podcast page at The Transparency Diary. It is spelled out how it is said. The Transparency Diary on Instagram. And I will bless you guys in another two weeks with another fabulous episode on a Monday. If you guys have not caught up on our previous episodes, do yourself a favor and do me a favor 
and click the link in the bio or go to Apple Podcasts and search the Transparency Diary and they will all come up. But until then, y'all be safe and protect yourself from the Rona as my good black people call it, the Rona. (laughs) But peace and love until next time, guys. Mwah.